Hello and welcome. We are starting a brand new campaign. This will be our session zero in a completely new homebrewed world. Woohoo! Bonjour. Oui! Bonjour. It's Jack. <laughs> hey, bonjour. Hey, bonjour. <laughs> it's Jack, Shanna, PJ, and Aspen. I go by Shanana. I go by PJ. I agree with this. New world, new me. Uh, immediately take five points of psychic damage. Well, I think I'm dead. <laughs> I'm only half dead. It's only half. You're fine. You Joke's on you. I'm a healer this time. I'm a doctor. I can take care of that. Oh, yes, because your use of spells last time was so beneficial. I'm going to do the spells this time, I promise. <laughs> I hope. So, so completely homebrewed world. So much. Yeah, paint us a picture with your words. What are we doing? Well, the world is called Forsir. It's... The the and one of the important information is it's plainly locked. So whereas, say Faerun and a lot of those, you have it connected to other planes of existence like the Shadowfell, Feywild, and like elemental planes, they don't exist. They're, the planet is locked away from them, and so there is no Feywild, there is no Shadowfell, and the divine realms are actually much closer to the world. And the other important thing is there is no actual weave magic is just completely suffusing the world which makes magic more common and also more erratic and i understood half of those words you're doing better when <laughs> than last time <laughs> i was gonna say the first time i dm'd and was explaining any of the lore there was this blank thing like who do i stab i think i was drooling a little bit during the first time like uh huh? a bit um the world of Forsir is actually controlled by 12 separate leagues. They are political, economic, and, like, manufacturing. and They're basically entities in and of themselves that all work together. They're much more interconnected than, say, if you're familiar with the Ravnica from Magic the Gathering, where they're very opposed to each other all the time. These ones actually cooperate a lot more. Just because they kind of have to, because they all are very specialized. Well, obviously, you need someone to give you your farm goods and manufacture yep. your goods. You better work together. <laughs> exactly. And that's kind of the idea. So, the 12 leagues, a quick overview. The first is the League of Atrasar. These are... This is actually your, mostly your politicians and lawmakers. They're not the ones that are in charge of making sure the laws are followed. They're the ones that are making sure the laws are created. Is this fair. like our Congress? Yeah, kind of. I hate them. Not as a character, because obviously my character is lovely, but as a real human being, I hate them. I was going to say, it's a little bit more based on the Senate from the Roman Republic and into the Roman Empire, but yes, same concept. <sighs> okay. Uh, then you have the League of Arden, which are food producers. These are farmers. These are giant industrial farms where a single field might be, you know, a thousand hectares and more. Do they sing Rogers and Hammerstein? Oklahoma is the place to be. They also have giant underground, uh, like, mushroom farms. Works hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, the crossover. <laughs> um, oh. I see that they also could have brewer supplies, so that's where we go to get our booze. Yes, they do a lot of the food production, and that see, means the I alcohol took, as well. I took important notes. <laughs> yeah, very important. Um, the next is the League of Inzer. These are basically a bunch of inventors and scholars. They are... The ones that create a lot of magical technology. So these are workshops. They invent the stuff. They don't produce it in mass. They just create random stuff. And then if it works, it gets mass produced by other leagues. So they like to dabble. They're, yeah. they're a dabbling group. Okay. They're, they're inventors. MIT. 
think of a bunch of crazed, crazed inventors. Are they, like, did they have to patent their work? Um, the league kind of takes care of that kind of stuff. They don't really patent office. It's more like if you piss off the league, um, suddenly they're not giving you any of their prototypes. Oh, gotcha. Or they might try to blow you up. 50 well, 50. Considering they probably know how to make those explosives. Yeah. All right. Um, next is the College of Latra. These are also a bunch of scholars, but they're more interested in magic and magical theory. So they're the ones that are trying to create new spells and new types of magic. They are a bunch of egghead wizards. Nice. So I hate them too. Got it. Okay, yep. moving on. The next is the Caledon <laughs> League. And these are a bunch of physicians, pharmacists, apothecaries. They're the general healthcare workers. The unique thing about them is that all members of the Caledon League, after they do their basic train, they do their study of how to be doctors, physicians, etc., they are forced for a period of time to go out into the world and just help anybody. Well, I think the word force is wrong because, like, all doctors do a residency. Yes. So when I read this, I thought of it as, like, a residency. Yep. And so then I kind of equated it to, like, student teaching, too, since I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. with that. So I actually have a Caledon League character. Yep. And so I imagined her getting two different placements, one in one area, one yeah. in a different area. Uh, so they weren't all poorer, but the one section was definitely poor. That would be one way to do it. The other way is that some of them will just go out and travel for 10 years and just... Go to a bunch of small villages. Well, my person's a traveler now, so she has traveler's clothes, so yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Is that... I, I used your thing. I got this. Yeah, I'm actually very, very impressed. Thank you. To use my wellhouse exorcism quote, um, I researched it. I know. I know I'm right. <laughs> uh, the... I also called you two times, you know. <laughs> uh, and the texted. Next, the next is the League of Sendis. These are the actual manufacturers. These are the ones that set up, you know, basically city-sized factories they're the ones that make all the amazing magical technology. Uh, and they also do a lot of the repairing of a lot of this technology. This is also the largest league by membership just because the majority of people just work nine to five jobs. Yeah. They, whether that be, you know. Like your laborers. Like yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Whether it's fixing something, building something, or, you know, these general production kind of jobs, they're almost always members of, of Sendus. So I only have one question on that because... Mm-hmm. I was trying to imagine this world, and you mentioned it's very techy, like yep. in a past conversation, but when I was reading the world, it feels like any D&D world. But it says here that, like, there's mass transit systems. Yeah. So am I to understand that we have cars in this, or like... Yes, and... Uh, I was actually going to come back to like manufacturing. Well, it's, it's in here, yep. so I was wondering, but okay. Yes, um, there are mass transit. There are giant trains, That's subways. Awesome. That's actually on the map, those thick lines. Those are train tracks. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Those train tracks, the size of those trains are not, oh, trains we know. Each one of the cars is bigger than your house. You can, you can like, move thousands of people on a single train. Nice. Okay. Or literally gigatons of equipment. So you can move all of Asgard to protect them from... Yeah. Oh, Beyond. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yes. That's what those lines are. Those are huge mass. And there'll be a bunch of smaller, like, lines for, like, more standard size trains. Well, of course, yeah. Those are, like... Giant. That's our interstate versus. Asgard is not a place. Yes. It's It's a people. people. That was nice. (laughs) So, Sendis are, they're they're the ones that also do a lot of the maintaining of a lot of the cool magical stuff. Um, The next is the Inquisitorial League of Vade. These are a bunch of witch hunters. Uh, Do you burn them? uh, They can. Oh, dear. They're... Glad to see things haven't changed in all this time. <laughs> They're less worried about wizards and, you know, magically using stuff wrong. Their biggest worry is actually um, aberrations because 
That is the reason why they're plainly locked, because they had 10,000 years of war against aberrations. Okay. So that's why they're plainly locked, to stop them from coming in. Mm. So you're like a bounty hunter for all the yuckies. I'm not. I am. Oh, you are. There we are. Okay. <laughs> uh, they My also work funding. with. Oh, okay. They also work with other leagues, especially the more martial leagues, as investigators and you know, like specialist detectives. That being said, they're they're always supposed to be on the lookout for anything that is unusual, uh, extra planar. But yes, listen, um, unusual is the word that I'm going to use. Cause well, when you look at a beholder, unusual is perfectly fine. I'm oh, a beholders. little beyond my element. I'm trying. That's fair. Um, the next are the League of Morkai. These are, because there is still wild areas. These are the wards of the more wild areas. They are, th- there's a lot of rangers, druids, fighters. They are the ones that kind of go out into the more wild areas and make sure roads are safe, make sure. I took it as like someone who like a game warden. Yeah. That, that is absolutely also under their purview. Like. I tried to make it normal for my life. Yep. That's fair. Uh, next is the Chernian Guard. These are surprisingly kind of a small league, but massively important. Their, their main job is the interring of the dead and handling, like, funerary and last rites. Aww. While actually burying somebody is very, very uncommon just because of the number of people compared to space, almost everyone gets cremated, but... There are massive amounts of funerary rites before that. And they also, rich families or rich higher-ups in leagues or even some leagues will have, like, mausoleums where you'll have where you'll inter the ashes. Of that of, person, at least. Yeah, of at least of important people. And they are usually, they're also in charge of those and keeping them clean and things. So they work with every other guild because everyone dies eventually. Absolutely. What I find interesting really? is now that I hear that... Um, Turnian is very close to Chernobyl. Was that on purpose? It was actually closer. It was based on Kernanos, which is a a god of the hunt and death. In loser, but okay. I was wondering if the Caledon that is better than Chernobyl to the, and totally the, more like, nerdy. So I'll take it. I think it's Spanish word for chicken soup. No, because they are healers and chicken soup heals. <laughs> That's true. It does Campbell's knows that. Penicillin. Um, <laughs> I like to think I am part of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think that uh, you get to have the delight of taking uh, 13 points of psychic damage. Well, you're I'm dead. dead. <laughs> you <laughs> are unconscious with my 10 hit points. <laughs> we did you're unconscious. <laughs> now, we can't talk until I tell him otherwise, until we stabilize him. I drank too much last night. <laughs> so The things I've seen, burning witches. <sighs> the, the next guild is, if you're going to say any of them are evil, to my mind, the Utetsans... The Utetsin Guild is probably the evil guild to me. Oh, the word closest to uterus is the evil one? Actually, come I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Everyone tell me where it came from. Go ahead. Because um, you're smart. It was actually <laughs> a combination of like four different words on a random generator. So maybe uterus. See, so I'm saying. Might have, I, I don't ask where the where they generated the There's only one from. U in it, though. Uta, and then Tzin. See? Artisan that, uteruses. No, no, S-A-N. That's kind of Japanese. Yutetsan. Well, these are a bunch of bankers, financiers, and shopkeepers. Sounds Japanese. This is evil. They're all about that money. Yeah, here's Scrooge McDuck. Pretty much. Um, So yeah, they're definitely more interested in money, but they're also kind of important because they're the ones that finance businesses and make sure expeditions get financed and make sure they're also important for minting the 
So you, you want a friend in that group. You want a friend in that guild. You just don't want to ever be on their bad side. Gotcha. You got a friend in me. I knew that was funny. <laughs> the, and because this segues quickly into it. You're on um, to talk. Gold. <laughs> dead. Instead of using gold, copper, silver, etc., I have it set down to Atros, which is a gold equivalent, and Sims, which is 100 Sim to an Atros. It's basically a bronze equivalent, or copper equivalent, I should say. So... It's just, it's easier, and it's going to make a lot more sense than everyone walking around with giant pockets full of gold. So, These are my do I get notes. to assume that we get to, like, actually have a debit card? <clears throat> yeah, you can absolutely, yeah. We, let's make that canon. We have debit cards now, guys. You can actually technically <laughs> make that as Can you Venmo of, me? Um, actually, if you want to use it that way, the your league badge would also absolutely double as that. It would have your credit wealth in it. That's right, guys! This is awesome. Yes, that actually, that works, because... We could, like, connect our league badges, and you, like, click, like, you know, minus 25, send it to me, and, like, I get money that way. That's awesome. What a good way to pay. I, I do I do like that idea, actually. You're I'm welcome. Cool I'm fixing your world. One crazy <laughs> idea at a time. Sure. Um, the next is the Sahak Guardians. These ones are basically the peacekeepers. They are the closest thing to a standing army, police force. Um, Sitting army? <laughs> You're not allowed to talk. You're already dead. Uh, that's another 11 points. So that means you're technically at negative 11, which Oof. means you're technically... Your character just gets ripped. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you you killed zombie. somebody again. Look at this. Your bad jokes killed another character. Well, it's yep. just me in this world that I don't understand. What happened? Don't die over there. <laughs> um, now we're she's still coughing. We gotta <laughs> save her first. Now they're called dead jokes. <laughs> I'm the doctor of the group, so I have to hey, get my uh So your zombie health is also feeling real bad yeah, right now. Yeah. Okay. Um So back to this, I want to be able to like say back back in. So, yeah. So for the you said it's Sahauk. Sahawk. Sahawk. Close enough. Can you have a bad one? Because imagine if I got yes. bad okay, so they're yeah, gonna be like, Sahawk smell. <laughs> and if you're wondering, that actually comes from a combination of, of a couple of the words. I'm uh, trying to be serious here. Um well technically part of it comes from the middle part of Kuhalin, which is a hero from... Oh my gosh, please stop being so smart. <laughs> and the other one is from Sakath, which are both from the same story, which is the Ulster Cycle. Irish from the English From the English teacher, you read too much. No. Um, no, no he's, he's, he's digging back on that one. Yeah. yeah. He, he's digging back. So, um, but they... So could you have like a militia that like just turn coats and like could try to take over like a Hitler kind of thing going on? Uh, theoretically, yes. Um... The idea Don't give him ideas. The, the, My character wouldn't do that. No. So, um, because DG they, accidentally, yes. Lina, definitely. But my new character never would do that. I just want to be prepared. I was going to say, guys would convince them to just I know. get him his own technology. He'll convince other people to start it yeah. and just sit back and watch. And just take Think over the town that was left yeah, burned. Yeah. Um, theoretically, yes. But because they work with other leagues, um, you'll have Atrasar and they representatives that if someone's starting to maybe get a little bit out of line, they would quickly have them arrested or inquisited. That's the reason why inquisitors, they have that ability to just research people down to the smallest detail. And if they find something wanting, well, it's never directly said you disappear them. Well, I have to say that I appreciate the name Sahawk yep. because they watch you like a hawk. That's how I'm going to remember this one. See, yep. it's all coming together yep. for me. Yep. And then finally, and uh, you said it's um, for like key inf info. You said it's plannerly locked. 
Planner lockers. Yeah, so that's kind of important. Well, I was going to say there's one more leak. And this, yep, is, go ahead. Yep. this is one of my favorites because I think it's – it mechanically makes the most sense, but it's probably the weirdest league of them all. And that's the, the Seki Collaborative. Mm -hmm. These are not really a formal league, but they still have enough political patter, power. They are your waste management and recycling experts. Hey, they're important. They are insanely important it's for important a world. important for our world, yes. They, because, you know, like all these technological, magical technological wonders are going on, Stuff breaks, stuff is gotten rid of. Okay, so are they all honorable or we got some like Fagans mixed in there? Like, you know, with yeah. his like Oliver, Fagan had his like urchins. Um the no. Artful Dodger. See, here's the thing is That's why I asked, are they are they honorable? No. Um it that's a personal even within a single guild, even if the guild is good aligned or so you can have bad militia so i'm sure there's some bad waste management people bad yeah. poopy people um they also run what they do a few, shitty job <laughs> oh what few scrapyards exist they also run but they usually break down everything they can to its base materials to be reused so if you look at their features it's all about like fixing and or making stuff with the random scrap you find and that's another thing that's going to be important as we play is you can, if you find random stuff, you can maybe, you can just like, Sell oh, it to pawn it off. You can either pawn it off or like, oh, hey, this is made out of such and such metal. Okay, if I know a craftsman of some sort, we can use that as the material to make something we want. That becomes very important for things like rare metals. Um, obviously, steel is very common, but then you get things like silver, um, adamantine. Silver and gold. And then the... Special and unique metal, Voltrum. Adamant is, oh. Adamantum is adamantium is in all of them. Voltrum is special to this I'm world. Excited. Because it's magically charged metal. So it very quickly takes on enchantments. So if you're making like weapon or armor out of it, it is enchants much easier and can get stronger enchantments. Right. So Voltrum is basically magical ore. So if I'm understanding correctly, having all these explained, there's no set criminal syndicate league? Not necessarily, no. Okay. You'll have criminal members of any league. Well, yeah, no, that's so I'm just, I, I guess there's I was looking no, for the There's no mob. mafia. Exactly. There there's no mafia, there's no thieves guild. Yet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we have a job to do, everyone. <laughs> I was gonna say, within any league, technically, you could absolutely set up a syndicate. You gotta and, turn my uh, and the my Sopranos were in off. waste management. So. Exactly. Hey, it's a good cover. It Maybe is. that's where the mafia is. We just don't know it yet. <laughs> there, there are teamsters. That's what they all are. They're, it's the teamsters. So well, yeah, that's a good blackmailing thing. It's like, hey, you know, if you don't give us what we want, we're gonna not fix your drains. <laughs> because there is no. Fey wild. There are no fey creatures. They just Aww. don't exist. Giants also never existed on this planet. This is the thing that never existed. Um, errant magic. So fairies don't exist either. Nope. No. They fairies. forgot to clap. Um, errant magic is very common. So things like wild magic sorcerers and wild magic barbarians pop up pretty regularly because, whoopsie, <laughs> magic. Um, and also because of that errant magic, there's a lot of natural stable mutations that kind of pop up in the populace which is why there are so many different races but thanks to the law of sanguine truth all of them as long as you're sentient are considered full citizens and the idea of you know looking down on somebody because you know they're born with animal parts or they're you know a, like 
a Goliath where you're like a half a foot taller than your dad at, you know, by the time you're 12, that doesn't really exist just because... They're used to weirdness. They're used to weirdness. And also some of these races were actually created during the 10,000 years of war. Leftovers from the Oh, sorry. uh, More like they were at war with unending aberrations for 10,000 years. So they were using anything they could to fight it. And after they plannerly locked it, they cleaned it up mostly. Yeah, I don't like the fact that goblins and kobolds and orcs get to, like, have normal jobs here and they're, like, industrious. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still going to be, like, a, like, I don't want to say a racist to them, but I'm still going to treat them like trash because oh. my brain says they're terrible things. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're. Which they're... is going to be hard for me as my character. My character is a loving, compassionate person. So I got to and... remind myself, we like goblins. We like goblins. We like goblins. My character is a kobold. They're a tiny little dragon person. Hmm. I already broke my promise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, you're racist. Yeah. Um, Kobaldist. And so there is a divine pantheon and the vulgar pantheon, good and evil gods, a whole lot of gods. And then there is another set that isn't, that are more like the level of angels and devils. And those are the muses and the dark reflections. And those kind of represent something to aspire to or something creative and beautiful or something that is a part of human condition that is maybe not good. Like one is callousness, which is something that is inherent to humans, but not necessarily a good thing. So, uh, yeah, like she said, goblins and goblinoids actually pre-existed because the creator races are... Humans, dwarves, gnomes, gith, and elves, they actually came on some spell jammers. You know, then, yep. then, then they started kicking out the aberrations that were there before them because <laughs> colonialism. colonialism. Um, but on that planet before them, there were orcoids, which are orcs, half orcs. Um, ogres are considered orcoids in this, not giant. Um, then there was the goblinoids, goblins, hobgoblins, etc. And then there's scaly kind, which are kobold, dragonborn, lizard folk, yuan-ti. They all kind of existed. They all had their own small societies or empires that rose and fell before, you know, the colonialists showed up. So obviously anything extra planar is Hated. I do like the comment that um, since recycling happens so much, yeah. rates of pollution and smog are very low. So yes. thank you for making a very nice, hospitable place for us to live. Yes, because the idea of an internal combustion engine also doesn't exist. Because why would you when you can literally use crystallized magic to power your vehicles? Goodbye. Yep. Um, again, magic is highly prized and celebrated. This is also a very religious society because, because the divine plane isn't quite the same. They're actually much closer so it's actually not unheard of for people that are more faithful that aren't even clerics to maybe have miracles happen around them. To the... Could you like call like, hey, yo, keep it down up there. I was going to say, if you throw a rocket Kyaris, in the, in or the sky, you're going to hit a god. Uh, not quite. A because... To send the message. Can we send up? letters up? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Float send a balloon up. Uh. That, that isn't quite how it works. He knows that we're coming up with ideas here. So. Yes. And... Well, if it's a really big balloon. 
<laughs> While you're building your literal stairway to heaven, I am not going to help you. You probably shouldn't talk when she takes drinks. You're trying I to. Ha- I have this tower. You have this <laughs> talent. We're going to build a tower. Are we going to call it uh, Bibel? Yes, that's it. Yes. And, uh, you be, know, that there's an app right? for that, too. <laughs> yes, um, but that'll get the gods down on Earth. Oh, God. They're already. Catch one. We'll invite them down for a party. I. I I can I can send a god down if you wanna if you wanna play with a god I will pick one and send it um, down. Um, can we send down Kados, god of craft? No, he seems lovely. Oh, <gasps> are you gonna send me Centaur? No, Darn I'm it. sending you a Volden. I don't want the that destroyer. I don't want that. No, put that back. So just put him in a balloon. <laughs> um, we'll send him back up. Dragons do exist. There's just very few of them. I saw that. There are six reported. They all have names. Yep. Do they ever have baby dragons? Theoretically, yes, there would be small wormlings here and there, but... Are they delicious and that's why they never grow up? Ah, like the caviar. Exactly. dragon eggs. I was going to say, um, there there aren't enough that are breeding that... Wormlings would probably die pretty quickly, unfortunately. Um, okay, so going back to the magical tech, because that is in massively, massively important. Um, technology is actually super advanced. But because everything is basically magical, um, everything is powered with basically crystallized magic. Um, Are the gods made of crystallized magic? Uh, you could technically take divine energy from the gods and make crystallized oh, magic. Do now, they enjoy crystal? <laughs> everyone's on crystal meth. That's how that's how this world runs. That's, that's why, why, that's so, why much, so, oh, so we're so busy. That's crystal meth in the can. That's why everything gets done so much. Um <laughs> Oh dear. So there are And are we sure it's actually locked off or is it like, you know, someone has convinced everyone else it's locked off and they're getting a bunch they keep, of They're keeping meth. all the goods, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Selling it for higher profit. This is like Saw Diamonds. Oh, Manny figured it out. Look, we figured it out, guys. All right, time the to most go. Back it up. Back it up. Most important rock. Um <laughs> So because of this, magic and and cre- meth Work together. And creativity <laughs> and like artifice and And a lot of junk. And recycling. So 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 this is meth that doesn't make people angry. That's it's happy nice. meth. No, it's it's the kind that makes you just sit in a corner and stare. Yeah. That's not meth, that's PCP. No, meth no, will do that. No, no, PCP. Oh no, 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 no. Let's just start eating people's face. Um no no yeah. LSD. LSD is the one where you're just like you're seeing <laughs> things that aren't there. Hallucinogens. Anyway, no. So, <laughs> craft and magic are incredibly important because everything is always constantly striving for better and more advanced technological technology and stuff like that. So, yes, there are massive trains that go across the world that are... But owning a car is expensive. I read that. Yes. There are auto carriages, which would be the equivalent of cars. Yeah. They are incredibly expensive. So... It's like 1920s. Yeah. You get the Model T Ford's coming out soon, but gotcha. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm picking up what you I do down. say this auto carriage is quite fabulous. <laughs> and most of Much these, more better than the last one. <laughs> and most auto carriages With the, are the, more specialized. The formed in, horse. Well, I'm going to ride my horse. And uh, that talking horse named Chris. Much are, are Are much more specialized in design. They're less, oh, personal transit and more like machinery for, you know, specific tasks. You know, transporting Are you troops. saying it looks like a tank? There would be personal carrier personnel carriers for the Sahak. Uh, also, farm equipment for Varden. 
could doctors have like a nurses like drag like a, a movable like uh, medical yeah like but like uh, not ambulance, like a like, like a movable a, uh, clinic kind like of like a thing. mobile yeah. med bay that's actually that is one of the things is that there are add to cart mobile like they're not really houses but they're like small structures that are basically mobile mm-hmm. that certain will guilds will use, leagues will use for like command posts important functions it is perfectly possible that Caledon would have a few like mobile ICUs or mobile like for like clinics. bad things like yeah. wars yeah <clears throat> moving and castles I don't think we're yeah, moving in castles today honey so then you have like special gods so yep. this is not like um you know christianity we have like that kind of old feeling of like that almost like roman and yes. uh, greek gods so I like that. I like there's different kinds and they kind of match the um, different leagues. Yep. So you have one for muses, one for passion, one for crafting, yep. one for like protecting. And like there's also that like that almost like dichotomy where there's so many good ones, there's so many bad ones. Yep. So you need to and, have that in my opinion. And even, even the bad gods, only a few of them are truly evil. A lot of them are just representative of other aspects of humanity. Oh, like yeah. there's a goddess of love, but there's also an inflamer of passions. The idea yep. of like love something romantic and something much more much more lustful one like dark reflections and illusions and and trickery like you're gonna have thieves and it's called the you know free will we make our choices so yeah and that was kind of my thought process in it is that i didn't i never wanted to make anything inherently good or evil everything was well even like um boar boar baron the master of war like i don't see him as bad like you know war exists so it happens he just you know he, he is one aspect of war, and there's, you know, the other Have aspect. Have you been having a long vacation? It's, well, I mean... Because they sound like they're peacefully interacting with each other. So, like, has he been on vacation? Has he retired? That's kind of how the, the Roman and Greek gods kind of worked yeah. out, too, you know? Yeah, they, 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 they knock some stuff around for a while, and then they're like, we're going we're gonna to watch these humans for a little while and see what happens. And what interesting little ants. Bring the wine. Yeah. yeah. Party, party so, in the temple. And that's why I don't call them the evil pantheon. I call them the vulgar pantheon. Vulgar is something that is. It just is. Maybe that's not, where Lina would be, but. Not it's not necessarily good or bad. It's just, it is. So that's the other thing. He's like, order in life. He's the tyrant lord. Yes, being a tyrant is bad, but also they make sure laws are followed. Make sure everything is good. In, you know, mm-hmm. make sure everything is done correctly. Yeah. So yeah, that was my idea is that there's no inherently good or evil. There are some that are definitely more evil aligned or more good aligned, but it's perfectly possible for a good aligned character to say pray to Kurhina, the mistress of the dark reflections, if that kind of follows their their, their natural view, or there could be an evil aligned character praying to a good god. I think we should um, CC this so that we know we can steal yourself. We'll copyright it. Yeah. And then we should post this to our website so everyone can see all of the work that you did. Yep. Because the next part that I like is, oh, my God, I killed her. It wasn't even PJ well, this time. There, there is one piece of information before we start talking about my less than great map drawing skills. Well, no, I think it's fantastic. That's why I have a comment. Yeah. yeah. So, But go ahead. Um, there are a couple of things that are very specialized and a couple of rules that I'm going to institute as we play. One of them is during creation. If you have, like, uh, different artificer tools. Um, you don't need to use one stat for it. You can pick a stat that you want. Like if you want to say, oh, I want to use my wisdom or my charisma for my tools. If it makes sense, like, oh, if you have calligrapher supplies, charisma is just as fine to me as dexterity because the idea is it's at that point, it's not how pretty you're making it. It's what you're saying. Or if, oh, you're using a blacksmith supplies, mm-hmm. you can use your strength or dexterity or even your wisdom or intelligence. Kind of this idea of, I know what I'm making. 
I just need my hands to follow if it's like intelligence. Or wisdom's like, I know if I beat it X number of times, I usually get this thin of steel or wisdom or strength. It's going to smack away at it or dexterity, like being very fine and delicate. So when you're using tools, you will pick a stat, generally one of your better stats, and that's what you're going to stick with. So you're saying I probably shouldn't choose my constitution. No, that'd probably be a bad idea. Or, or your dexterity. dexterity. Yes. <laughs> it feels weird for the first time I don't have good dexterity. Yeah. I'm actually a negative one. That really bothers me. And that's the other thing is for people that are listening, uh, I gave my players a stat array. Did not like that. And then <laughs> I gave them a stat array. And then at level one, they either could take an ASI or a feat. So they can either get better stats or a feat. Um, I chose a better stat. Yeah. So... <laughs> So a couple of key items that exist in my world that don't exist. One is Magitech tools. These are Voltrum tools that are designed to create Magitech items. This is how we, these are the tools that are used to make like auto carriages and, or like magical firearms. Also firearms do exist. Gunpowder is a thing. It's just expensive. It's just not common. It's very expensive. Um, the other one is maintenance tools. These are pretty standard for, you know, what we would expect is like mechanics tools. The idea is tools to fix broken equipment because that comes up pretty regularly. Machines are common. Fixing them is common. Um, yep. And like I said, there's going to be a thing where if you want, as you're in your adventures, if you find something like, oh, this is made out of, you know, good quality metal or this is made out of a weird, a weird metal or a weird material, I'm going to salvage that. I can use it or sell it. So if you kill like certain beasts and like, oh, that's it. its hide is made out of a, a unique leather. Cool. Skin it. Take it to someone who knows leather working. And suddenly you'll have. I got to carry that around. If we yeah. level up high enough, we can make dragon bone armor. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, actually, that is the thing. Is it is kind of inspired by video games. This idea of like finding newer and better materials to make. Yep. Even if it's the same thing, like, oh, it's still a longsword. Oh, this longsword is made out of Voltrum. Oh, it's going to have a plus one and it also has an extra magical effect kind of a thing. It's like... I had the Dragonborn Come song stuck in my head, so thank you. You're welcome. Magical Bow Wow. Okay, so, Wait, yes, I drew, I, drew a, I drew a map. What do I not know? So, here's my, my question. And yes. Actually, no, it's, not, it's more of a comment. Thank you for making a flat earth... Because now all the flat earthers will be happy because this is so obviously flat. I was going to make that joke. I'm bad for you. It's very flat. It isn't. It's actually a globe. It's a globe. It curves at the edges. But it's still flat. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Because every map is a flat earther. God dang. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to piss me off, just just have me go on a ramp. How fast does the sun travel around the earth? (laughs) A day is 24 hours and two minutes. (laughs) Yes, you have to find an extra two goddamn minutes every day. It's like yep. Santa going across from here to here. Man, would it be faster to go straight across or around this way? What do you think? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I can't. What is this you place know, called pers- Equator? Equator. Oh. Equator. Uh, it's actually a country. It's in South America. Well, my other comment was, I kind of see that, like, you have, like, Antarctica and you have the Arctic Circle. Like, I, so I see, like, yeah. there's, like, this general, like, you know, North American area. And you have a very, very humongous England. And then you have a very small, like, Asia. I like how you just didn't put in Australia or South that, America. No, like, no, Australia got 17. bombed. Australia's <laughs> <Yeah>. almost <laughs> broken. No, no, I, thought, I took that as, like, Poly- the Polynesian Islands. Like, mm, so that's what I kind of see It's all part of it. Um, 
Kind of? <laughs> so it's... That's what I kind of say. Like, you don't like South America and you don't like... He does not like... Well, you know why? I get it. Everything in Australia wants to kill you, so I get it. Technically, get it. If, if we're going at that one, Europe would be at the top of the map. It got pushed into the north, into the... Because uh, mm, that's an yeah. actual landmass underneath the ice, which we don't actually have on our planet. So Europe I, got... I saw that as more like Scandinavia and Norway. That's what I saw that as. <laughs> so... Yes, I do have a map. Um, some key areas. It's left a little bit open, so as we make more adventures, we can, you know, go to different areas. This is a very simple map. Um, it's very sensual. Important places is actually... There, there are a few major cities. Um, Fremis is probably the most important, because that is the seat of the ruling senate, and Vettin, who is one of the most important people in this world, along with the planar lock, all exists there. Vettin is undying. He's been alive for like 15,000 years. Man, that must suck for him. Well, he... Because there, there's a group of very, very, very rare, like maybe two, three tops of... Un, they call them the ageless or the undying. Yeah, I know. They, they basically... They can't die. Even if you, like, chop them apart, they will just heal almost immediately. And they just grow until they're at their peak, which he appears to be around 25-ish and has not aged since. But, and that's where our world is starting now, is what they're calling the age of, the age of changes and the age of calamity. He started to age. I, I just and imagine that he's sitting there on his throne and they go, hey, V, and you want to hear a joke? No, I've already heard it. Like, that's where he's at. It. Like, he's, so, he's seen well, everything. Uh, I, I mean. <laughs> I've seen and heard it all. So, yes. Um, so that's where we're at is that something is definitely changing the world now because the ageless are starting to age. Um, the changes. Yeah. Why can he feel them in the water? And some some leaks had different ideas. Um, the Atrosaur are just trying to keep it under lock, saying, no, nope, everything is as it is. Everything is awesome. Vade is starting to think that it's because uh, secretly there's been a bunch of cults of, like, Extra planar beings that are actually trying to destroy the world. Space hamsters. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all I was going to say, they're living too deliciously, but never mind. Um, <laughs> Moments passed. Some of them are too busy and actually just running the world to care. Making that money. Utetsin, they, again, don't care as long as money keeps flowing in. Uh, Varden is just like, okay, we have a huge population. We have got to keep producing food. So... That is that is where we are in my imperfect chronology after... Beautiful. So, yes. The angels have begun to age, and so the age of changes and calamity is starting. Bad things are cool. happening here. And, and now, before we introduce our characters, I'm going to do a little bit of what your main campaign is going to be. Cool. What Now, because the leagues all interact pretty regularly with each other, they all work together because they have to... Um, I have to work with him. Yeah, kind of. Uh, because they're the ones that keep people from uh, stealing all your stuff. I'm or not pleased about people. it either. So. <laughs> Is there some history here we need to find out about? Maybe at this point. Cause it's all these yeah, jokes. In the map, there's a, an area called the Realm Waste. Basically, there was an ancient city that was that, uh, that was actually bigger and more impressive than Framis was, called Realm. It was destroyed. Towards the end of the war with the aberrations. That's number 11. That is number 11. So it created a giant wasteland. But there are continual expeditions of archaeologists, um, well, 
scrap scrappers. Basically, people are always going there to try to find the city or remnants of it because a lot of ancient technology is there. A lot of important stuff was there and also a lot of lost history is there. That's the idea is like where your adventure starts is it's huge, even by the standards of like, you know, these kind of reclamation projects. Um, Almost every guild is sending a lot of representatives. Normally, one of these expeditions could be maybe 20, 25 people. This one... Um, is in excess of two to 300 people are being sent from different leagues. So that's that's where your adventure is starting. Is your adventure is actually going to start outside of... Calden or... Calden, yeah. yeah it's going to be outside Calden. Well, we're really close to home for me. Yeah, exactly. For you, this is... And that was my thing is like, you, you've all been selected to go. You were, you were kind of picked because... I'm just there. Well, because the closest one, because right, you're right. close and you know enough of the area that you're the people above you were like, okay, you finished your residency, it's time for you to kind of like settle down. But to come hey, back home, kidding. But you're this is close to home, maybe. That sounds handles. like they do a doctor. Sorry, doctors and nurses. Yeah, that's, that's true. Kind of I feel you. Yours, because of how your character acts and thinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yours was picked by Vade because they know that you're going to be. But he's already dead, so we need someone new. That's fair. Uh, the idea is that... <laughs> get a new character sheet. If you add puns, I am start re- I'm going to start removing stat points. Hmm. <laughs> oh, he's going to be a quiet happening. one now. <laughs> it's just going to be ones all the way down. Yep, ones all the way down. Um, I rolled of 10 minus 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, should like a behavior chart we use for students in class. You'll have like a teddy bear. And if you're bad, if you don't get like a certain number... Then you don't get the teddy bear. Oh. So we'll do a behavior chart. So how well, I want imagine- the teddy bear. Exactly, Sandy. You can't tell jokes. Card system. Yeah. So <laughs> how I imagine your character end up here is that they knows that you're very um self-oriented, shall we say? But you're you're good at what you do. You're just you're not gonna be overzealous and like witch hunting the actual people there. You're gonna be looking for aberrations and anything that's really bad. Beyond that. You're more in it for yourself. I'm so, here for the job and the paycheck. Exactly. So you're going to keep your eyes open, but you're not going to start causing problems. Yep. You are here because, well, your family um, needs you out of the way. Yeah. Are they trying to kill me? No. More like they want Are we wanna... sure? Is this the I... Sid the Sloth kind of deal? Where they just <laughs> leave her behind? <laughs> they do like, this could every you year. take her? She's the black sheep of the family, so it's more like... <laughs> We just kind of don't. Maybe, uh, maybe she'll look impressive. Maybe it'll bring prestige, or maybe she'll die. Either way, oops, better for us. And my character, I'm a he. Yes, he. My character, Galathea, or Thea. Oh, since I'll do the character introduction, since like I was doing the kind of why you're here thing. Fine. Uh, it leads right into mine. Fine. And I'm more important than you. I get to sit behind the screen, and That's I don't. True. I don't get to play very often. You don't have a screen. That is true. <laughs> I'm actually not generally, as a DM, a huge fan of the screen because it's a sight block. And also, like, I, I, I spread out my notes everywhere. Yep. That's why I started using my Mac. It's just nicer to click through different That's tabs. That's fair. Um, so, mine is going to be a little kobold wizard named Galathea. She is tiny. She she She's really, really high-strung, ne- neurotic. And... She is a, she's a member of the College of Latra. 
And she's kind of a member of them by accident. She was a member, but she would have been basically little more than a lab assistant and person who was basically just cleaning up the beakers. But the person that she... See, even in this world, kobolds get treated as second-class citizens. Why? This is why I'm not going to like them. Well, what happened is... it's Because they're silly dragons. Yeah. (laughs) Because the person she was technically working for, um, their experiment went horribly awry, and they're dead. So she just kind of picked up his league badge and just scratched it out real quick and put her name on it. Cut rid of the serial numbers. <laughs> Pretty much. My absolute favorite thing of kobolds in D&D lore <laughs> is they, like a cartoon, stack on each other's shoulders by threes and put a big coat on and pretend yep. to be one person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, out of combat, that is absolutely stupid. But even funnier than that, in Schultz, there's a goblin that does that called the Patiri. They make battle stacks. <laughs> Meepo. 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 So. He was racist. Yeah. So, she's, <laughs> so Galthy is incredibly high strung, but because she, she accidented her way into actually being a full member of the College of Latra, and at some point a pencil pusher is just like seeing her like research grants and stuff like that, and just like, sure, whatever, and just has not bothered to care enough to check on her. She thinks that she, she like. She swears her life to them because they've given her this chance. And it really what it is is there's a bureaucrat just doesn't even know she exists. No. Yeah. Um, but she she's generally like really hardworking and like and she always wants to make the best of a bad situation. She's very she's very like happy and she's very humble. And she doesn't really believe anyone is inherently above everyone else, but she is also hyper neurotic and is afraid of everything. Uh, how oh, I have it written man. is quote, I'm high strung and jump at the sound of my own tail. Is she going to think that, like, she's sick all the time? No. Because I can't deal with the hypochondriac. I just No, can't. more like, as soon as something is in, like, danger, she's going to be screaming about how the world is coming uh, to an course. end. Of course. Okay, I can, I can deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, she is a wizard. Um, oh, also, she, she has the fine familiar spell, and it's just going to assume that she always has her familiar with her. What's her familiar? It's an owl. It's Aww. an elf owl. So it's, it's its name Hoot. I haven't given a name yet. It's a hoot. In many. It, is it always wet? Is it a moist outlet? <laughs> it's an elf owl, so it's it's literally like an ounce, and it's like maybe five inches. It's the only owl that is small enough to, to fit on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. She, her her she doesn't wear armor because she's a wizard. She she's supposed to wear like robes, but you can tell her robes were not actually designed for her. They're literally like a little too big. No no, they're literally cut apart so that way they fit her. But it's basically like super baggy, and then it's basically cut to like a short. It's literally someone's tunic. She turned into a dress. Yeah, she's tiny. She's so oh, you say oh. she's a wizard, but does she have like a a cool blue wizard's cap with like a silver star no. series? No, she gold? does have a wizard's book. Like her spell book. Well, Dee Dee has a cape. Well, and she well, here's the thing. It wasn't originally her spell book. It was the uh, spell book of the previous person at her lab. So it's designed for a human. So it is literally her backpack. Dude. It's kind of big. Giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she, she, her goal is to make a little rolly cart for it, so that way she can pull around like a rolly luggage. I like it. She, she's just really neurotic and high strung and she, she, she's always a little bit anxious but but she wants to help everybody she, she'll do it she can she, she's really really neurotic I also took the magic initiate feat so she has uh cleric one cleric spell and uh two extra cantrips 
So she has thaumaturgy, so when she gets angry, she just casts it and starts sounding like a real dragon. She goes, why are you all picking on me? <laughs> yes, that that is Thea. I like her. I'm going to have fun picking on her. She's all of... Oh, I can't. My character's a nice person. She's all... Oh, of, this is the worst. You know what's funny about this? is She's all of two feet, five inches, and 29 pounds. So you could literally just pick her up and, like, toss her. She's smaller than uh, Alex. Yes. Yes, she is. Is she basically a large cat sized? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Except for they're lizards, so they have a... Yeah, no, she has a long sized, tail, but yeah, yeah she's, she's basically a little dragon girl. Yeah, two and a half feet is going to be, like... But twenty four. So she, yeah, she's tall. She's thirty smaller, inches. Yeah. She's smaller than Alex. Yep, she is twenty nine inches and twenty nine pounds. She's tiny. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining this right now. I'm gonna put her. I'm gonna put her in my book bag. <laughs> <laughs> she would probably appreciate it. Like Jack in the in the Christmas thing, trying to take an elf. <laughs> yes, yes, pretty much. Although she she, if you carry her around, she would appreciate it. Oh, also, um. As DM, I'm just going to say, because where you're going to start is basically, like, an encampment outside Calden for this. Ex- so there'll be a bunch of, like, tents and, like, prefab structures set up for this expedition. She will have um, Shanghai an entire tent to herself just by accident. Love it. And she doesn't sleep on the cot. She literally puts the blankets over it and hides underneath it in, it's like, a little tiny cave. I love it. Does she put, like, pillows under the blankets to look like someone's in yep. the bed? But she, she just curls up into a tiny little ball under the cot. She, she, she's basically half cat, half dog. and I shouldn't have picked a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's great. Maybe you could have an unfortunate accident that causes brain damage and a new personality. No, hippie did that. I can't copy. We've already, we've already done that. Okay, so. Thanks. And now your character. Thank you for getting my name right now. Uh, <laughs> all the extras. So. After reading over all this and after seeing a picture on Facebook, I had an idea of what I wanted to be. Okay. It was just, it came to me and I was like, I'm going to make this happen. So I, for the first time ever, I'm going to be neutral good. I don't know how to do that. So it's going to be hard for everybody. I'm going to pretend that I'm Miri, I think at this point. Um, But anyway, I, my name is Emiana. Okay. Um, because it's a play off of like Emily and Emmanuel and Liliana because she is an ASMR. Mm-hmm. So she is a celestial being. Um, she is a paladin and she is a part of the League of Caledon. She is a doctor. And so she was born and raised by human parents. So, because there's the whole backstory of ASMRs, I had to look it all up to understand mm-hmm. it. But it's pretty simple. You know, you can be. So um, her parents named Bert and Mary as a call back to our midwinter festival. But Bert is delightful in this. He's wonderful. He actually. I like Bert. Yes. He's understandable. Well, this one doesn't go mm, the whole time. I already have one of those. Mm. Um, so he's a doctor too. So I learned my craft from him. He's still alive. He is a very modern uh, doctor. He likes all the modern technology, all that kind of stuff. My mom, Mary, basically a hippie. Like, so opposites totally attract in the case of my parents. Um, she was a part of the League of Inzer, but she was all about magical, all natural items. Hmm. Yes. So basically she was doing all of that, you know, all natural, all of that. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, she passed away a couple years ago. Natural causes. Okay. Dad could No, it's from too much colloidal silver. <laughs> homeopathy isn't going to help you on this you, one you, I feel like in this world they could find a way to scavenge Actually. that so they, she would be fine uh, Actually, yeah they straight up would 
They have the witch. They have the wish spell. You can fix anything with that. I just thought it was better fitting yeah. if both one of my parents was gone. It was That's the mother fair. because you know Disney. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I just thought I was much into working with her dad. So then I was yeah. like, should I have mom alive? Does it matter? No, because she's dead. Uh, but anyway, she is important because my character um, Emiana really has taken in the idea of like modern medicine, but also that folk healing stuff because she saw her mom really help people. And so she really believed um, that some things all natural are helpful and will work. You know, if you use lavender, it will make you calm or make you go to sleep kind of thing. So she does a combination of homeopathy and like modern medicine. So, which actually from a purely standpoint makes perfect sense because you would have proficiency in herbalism exactly kit yep and alchemist supplies and yet being a paladin along with being a celestial i thought mm-hmm. it really fit oh yeah so i really thought about this just like i did for Didi. um so when she was forced to do her you know her residency as mm-hmm. i'm thinking of it as her dad sent her pretty much right away to go visit vanitas first because while it's a luxury area, it is a place full of like all the most modern things. Yep. So he's like, go there first because you learn all the ultra and modern medicine. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, bye, fine. But it wasn't really her calling. She wants to help people. She came from a small area. So she just wants to help the poor people. So for, for her second area, she actually went <clears throat> over. And it's all my, my posts to you. Mm-hmm. She went over to uh, Vardenheim because she wouldn't be. That's where the. Is that where the. The grain belt is. Yeah. So she went over there because, you know, they're they're cooking there, they're making things there. And so she was in a rural area over there for a while. And she actually met two of her NPCs that way. So I need my post-its for that, actually. Um, so her she has two people that are connected to her. When she was over in um, very, uh, Vanitas, she met a person named Char, who might pop up later. Um, and then when she was over in Vardenheim, she met Clarice. And Clarice was an old dwarf. She's still alive. She's like one of those old crones you think about, you know. She was a cleric. And so she learned all about the folk remedies and like natural oils and that kind of thing. And that's actually where um, my backstory kicks in a little bit. Because up until that point, she's pretty normal. You know, she, well, apart from a celestial. So, you know, she is normal. She looks like a human, really. Mm-hmm. She's 5'5", five, five, 140 pounds. She's tw- she looks she's 28 years old. Um, she has gray eyes, black hair, pale skin. So she, apart from the fact that her eyes don't have pupils, she could pass herself off as a normal person any day. <clears throat> she tends to wear eggs on glasses. If people get freaked out, she covers her eyes up, but she doesn't really care. Um, but what happened is while she was over there, um, she found a wizard who was hurt. And um, she ran to help the wizard. And she has a really, what's, I'm not forget what it's called, because you and I talked about this for a while. She can make healing potions really quickly yep. at half, with half the time. And she can use it for, because of her mom's background from Inzer, she can only really use different items and mm-hmm. like kind of create new things. So having basically tape beside her and having all this all natural stuff, she was able to basically make a band-aid a, for a big band-aid for a big boo-boo. Um, and so one of the f- resident farmers is like, Oi, do y'all see this? And they, they couldn't pronounce Doc correctly because they have an accent. Doc, type the wizard up! Doc, take the wizard up! And so everyone call, started saying, call me the duct tape wizard when I am not a wizard at all. And I didn't duct tape him. I basically made a big band-aid for a big boo-boo. But now I'm known as the duct tape wizard, even though it was Doc taped the wizard up. So you can call me M. Emma, Emiana, or the duct tape wizard. They all connect. 
So I feel like she got picked not just because um, I was born and raised in the, um, I call it the Flight of the Dragons, but that's not their part. Dragon's Flight Mountain. Nope, it's the Flight of the Dragons. But it's right there by the, the, the waste area. So I felt like I wasn't picked because of that, but more so because... I'm young and I'm very well known, unfortunately. For something that's really wrong, I'm not a wizard, guys. Like, I'm not a wizard. <laughs> so that's like the one that annoys the crap out of her. She's like, I'm not a- hi, my name's Ep- no, I'm not a wizard, but I am called the duct tape wizard. I am forever going to call you duct tape. <laughs> yes, uh, everyone else does. But fun side note is when I make my healing potions, they're made of duct tape now. So it's like, it's canon. I actually will pull out, it's, I'm just pulling out like gauze and I'm imbuing with all the healing potions and I'll put it on your boo-boo and you get healed, but it looks like duct tape. So I might go, who I need some extra duct tape. It's like, I've just kind of accepted it now. It's just, I'm like, what's, pa- what's, just, what's that doc patches, patches? What's that that doctor that Robin Williams played in the movie? Patch Adams. Pa- I'm Patch Adams now. It's like my thing. <laughs> so I've kind of accepted it. But anyway, um, I do practice the name of my religion. So I am very much close to my religion. Um, I really believe I was put in this world to save and protect people. And that's like the promise I've made to the world is since I am a celestial being, I'm going to help the world and protect them. Um, I was encouraged by my dad. Um, he obviously is modern. So we, we differ a little bit. He'll make fun of my homeopathic remedies, but the duct tape worked. So just saying, dad. Um, worked better than the colloidal silver. Well, there you go. However, the one thing that's important that I wanted to point out is um, my one flaw is no one can know that I have broken my promise once. My promise is to serve and protect and heal anybody that I can. Really, the the idea of healing people. I broke my promise once. Only the DM knows when I broke that promise. Mm. So that is me in a nutshell. I'm an angel, guys. An angel paladin. And I'm neutral good. It's going to be very confusing and very worrisome for me. So who are you guys? Mine is short. Because... I put way too much time into my backstories. Well, I learned... Through Villem, my first character, <laughs> that it's just a bad idea to make a backstory and to assume things of my characters. Because <laughs> your roles. Because they betray me. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Hey, but Villem became like a god, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> a planar hopping god that's existed for The what, icon like? of the master. <laughs> You're welcome. My character, uh, he's an older half orc. He's been around for a while i like to think that he's like kind of built a reputation for himself at this point as a bounty hunter um he's a pretty intimidating force to see as like he walks into a room just because of all the time that he's spent on the job and everything uh his name is hugh hugh g normus and uh he is um just It's okay. It's easy to kill him if you don't heal him. Well, the only thing worse is his NPCs that have even worse names. I'm... It's, it's fine. You married him. Remember that. He wasn't this bad. It become. This happens when you become a dad. This is what happens. Yeah. Something changes. You helped with that, however. Takes two to tango. <laughs> so... <laughs> so he has... He... Does not like being around people. He is very antisocial. Uh, he, even though he lives in a city among people, he does not feel like he's a part of them at all. Uh, he just wants to get paid, do the job, get out, and go back home and drink. And that's, and that's it. And just get enough money to drink some more. And, uh, that's, that's his goal. Uh. Well, when he retires... 
Oh, eventually he wants to find some nice tropical coast to oh, okay. to stay on. Uh, but he knows that at the rate he's going, he's probably not going to make it to that age. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Drinking himself there early? Or just yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, I said before we started recording, I kind of took a lot from Max Payne, especially Max Payne 3 when he's older. And because Max Payne, he loses his wife and child. Uh, and he's just, he has a pain killer addiction and he, an alcohol addiction and all that. And he's just a, a sad old man just trying to find purpose in life. And that's kind of my guy right now. And, uh, he has, um, as a bounty hunter, he has like a little private investigator kind of office where he has, um, his secretary who was a street urchin that he pulled off the streets and, uh, she was, you know, just this dirty little thing that he kind of took care of. And, uh, her name is Anita, Anita Bath. <laughs> and, uh, Anita, um, realized that he was very good at his job, but not good at the paperwork part. So he wasn't really like certified anywhere. So she learned how to do all of that. And she handles all the legal issues for him so will she while be he just does with the us? job. Hmm? Will Anita be like a side character with us the whole time? Not the whole time, though, but I'm sure she'll check in quite often. Good. I want to make her my friend. <laughs> and uh, then there is his spy on the streets that he sends out to do extra dirty work and things like that. Of or course. to, you know, run investigation while he's doing something bigger or whatever. And uh, this guy is covered in cat scratches, and his name is Claude. And That's nice. Functionally, Let's... all NPCs have one HP. Just remember that. <laughs> I feel bad for Claude, though, because he didn't choose his name. Some celestial being named PJ named him. PJ is an evil god. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I wouldn't say evil. He's like a Loki. You know, he's just Chaotic. a trickster. Yeah. I, I feel like any god of dad jokes is inherently evil. <laughs> they are beyond the vulgar <laughs> pantheon at this point. The god of dad jokes and puns. Straight to downstairs, all the way. So, <laughs> another thing about Hugh is, um, he is quite spiteful. If he gets wronged, he will uh, balance that injustice. He'll, oh boy! Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I mean, my character is a good character, so I guess I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Didi, though. Oh. Or if someone he knows is wronged too, oh, he looks okay. after his own. Oh. Okay, my character, his name is Edvard. 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 Uh, he. You forgot to. You told us you're half orc. You didn't tell us what your actual. Race. Oh, a ranger. ranger. He's a ranger. And what's your your league is the hunting one, right? Vade. Yeah. Vade. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Inquisitor. Okay, my dude's name is Edvard. Like two words. No. Okay. Edvard. That's just <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't. My name is Ed. Edvard. No. You're not naming her people. Please walk away. No. Yes. Although I will need my paper. Uh, yes. So uh, his name is Edvard. He is a cleric of the League of Atrasaur. He is a half-elf. He is half-drow elf. He's half-dark elf. Oh, do He's... you want to tell them what god you're... Uh... Wait, I'm kidding. I, okay. I... <laughs> my story. I'm sorry. He is... Um, picture... A young emo college kid coming for, who is the black sheep of his wealthy family. His, his family are... Does are his no, hair hang over his one eye, too? Exactly. Yes. Full emo, <laughs> and he wears dark clothes. Love it. Because, see, what happened... So Spider-Man always... and Spider-Man 3. But the one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I'm going to so, call him Toby. When, when he was... Uh, 
he is the eldest son. He's supposed. That's why I'm wondering, like, are they trying to kill me off? Because he has a cousin who is, is a girl, and she's lovely for taking over the the family noble position within. You know, it's a very important. Yeah, he has a, a you know an obligation. Yeah, and he's not fulfilling it. And well, a couple of years ago, so when he was, you know. I don't know exactly how elf years work. When a lot. They're, they're, exactly. Yeah. But when he's kind of an upper teenager, you know, young, young adult. Um, half elves are a little bit faster. So upper teenager would probably be around. In the 30s, right? At least. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would really? be into the mid 20s. They're, you basically mature by the time you're about 25 to 30. So it's been a couple of years since I've been an elf. So. Yeah. Um, half elf is slightly <laughs> different. So yeah, uh, yeah it'd be like. You would be but I'm just in saying, full it, adult it ties. You know, yeah. no, I'm saying, no, not now. A couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago. I had a character who was an elf, and her name was Shanini Rhea. Oh, I like it. Thank you. I like it very much. So, th- uh, a couple years ago, there was someone who had visited his family during some form of official gala, basically. Inquest. Um, yes. Well, and, and an inquisitorial person came with his wife. Is one of my NPCs. It's Her the best name, way to come. Yes, yes. She is a, a pure high elf. Oh, hey, this is about to go there. She is a pure high elf. She is a straight up cougar. Oh. Yes, she's kind of middle aged. Oh yeah. She, she is in a loveless marriage of alliance to a man who has taken a vow of chastity fifteen years ago until he finds his thing that he's trying you know because they are inquisitorial he's trying Somebody to find them needs to make a blue pill yeah so she is a worshiper of centaur who is of the death realm and he is a god of punishment and there's kind of become a subcult where they actually try and not just go he's gonna punish people like after life like we can like purge this out of the men life well he found her absolutely fascinating he is now all on board worshiping centaur. Like, it's his <laughs> divine homie. And so, yeah, she, he, he, that is his, his mistress. I, and I have to pause here for a second because I, I love the term divine homie for your patron deity. Compared to Joe Cat's version of it, it's a uh, deity sama. Well, he isn't, he, he, he is an emo. It's it's a very Person. funny way to put your your DD, but yes, continue. Yes, and so now he has, with her encouragement, now kind of taken it upon himself that he needs to like go out in the world and find people who help need help purifying themselves from from their sins is that a word in this world yeah yeah sure okay um so yeah he uh is oh gosh we didn't write down the limit he is lawful neutral i believe yes yes he is lawful neutral um now uh, he, he's a bit of a fop but he is also extremely loyal to his uh to his sovereign, to, to those he views as being over him. So, like, if you injure me, I will demolish you. If you injure my liege, I will demolish you. Like, he, he, he's not very bright. He, like, has just some very simple things going on. It's like, hot, hot babe, introduce me to the, to the divine homie. And, and I, a BDSM cult, apparently. Oh, yes, and he has a tattoo. He has a tattoo. So... 
So, the death. I knew there was something I was forgetting. It's on the back of your spell sheet. Ah, there it is. Okay, so, there are three gods associated, if I'm correct, I'm being strong. Three gods associated with the death realms. They're kind of related. They all have... They're, they are related. They're the three brothers. Yes, and they have kind of interconnecting symbols. So there's the one who is kind of... This was like, in Harry Potter. No, 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 no. That, that'd be one symbol. This one kind of carries them across. <laughs> He's the Sharon. Ki- Chiron. Chiron person. Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon is a middle-aged woman who yeah, makes wine. Say. The Sharon's Karen. Gotta watch out for them. Chiron is is also appropriate. Karen. Chiron. Karen. <gasps> but okay, so see, it has a boat. Karen and Sharon. It has a boat, and then the second one is the gatekeeper. There's like a gate, and then this one, my divine homie. He he's a Punisher, so he has a flogger. So That's my something- dude. That's something like Harry Potter at all. No, it's it not. Isn't. It isn't. <laughs> My dude has a tattoo where he has the base of the flog going up his spine, and then he has, like, the, the, the flog. So there's no triangles on your... No. Oh, well, there, there's spikes. There's triangles. There's because spikes. There's three spikes on there, each There branch. are more stabby triangles. They lied to you. He needs to get a book on Harry Potter. Sorry. <laughs> I'm and that leads me to my second person, because I'm that disappointment in my family. So we have the familiar Major Domo, who is ancestrally tied to our family. His name is Jute. He is very sick of having to take care of this black sheep. He, like, keeps having to corral me. He, I think, probably wants me dead more than my family wants me dead. Because he has been trying to corral me since I was very young. And he always has to do it. So um, he is the same half-elf mix as the rest of my family because he's just been, you know, ancestors. So that's my peeps. Interesting. So none of us are, like, bad. No. Well, there goes all the fun hijinks that we usually do. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to get up to plenty of hijinks just because, again, you all have leagues, so you all have league affiliations. And even though they work together... Doesn't mean you won't fuck over another league for your own enjoyment. <laughs> Can I have um, a mobile med unit now? With a fire demon? No. And <laughs> there is a mobile clinic. If we have to go save the world, I think I should have like a... I should ha- be able to have an auto carriage. So I'm using your term. No, you're not getting an auto carriage. Yeah. But we need wait, a mobile... Wait, wait, Do I have access to an auto carriage? Your, My family is rich. Your family has one. They did not give it. You're the black. Why would you? Why? I might steal the keys. I'm That's emo. why they're not letting you near I'm it. I'm emo. All right. We all take a road trip up there. We steal it. <laughs> Could I have one that's horse drawn? Um, I'm going to persuade whoever's in charge. Don't is worry. Is that semi-auto carriage? What's my persuasion? <laughs> I can't assume I can persuade because I'm not Dee Dee wearing a tiara. So I'm going to. Since we've. Ah, crap. Since we've gotten through this part, I'm going to set up. Okay. I'm proficient in persuasion. I have a plus three. No. I'm not charismatic at all. I'm very charismatic. Okay. Well, I was going to say... Okay. So, since we've set this up... Now, again, where this starts is... Your... I have notes. I did that thing that people do. Um, That's a very tame notebook. It's also scribbled and... I know... A week. It'll be in here in a week. Okay, cool. No spoilers. A week. 
No spoilers. Um, so you're a gonna needle start... pulling thread. La. A note I have follow, a very so... important uh, <laughs> uh, an itch right there. Sorry, mm. is that tea? I drink that with Jim and bread. So, <laughs> again, you probably you've worked with other guilds for other leagues for different reasons, and you know that sometimes when there's a multi league. Like project, it's usually again like uh, one person doing the project, the rest just sit around and putts. Yeah, I know. Mm. Yeah, but it, usually you know you'll have representatives, and maybe you'll end up with maybe twenty, thirty people if that. This whatever has kicked off this exploration has to be very important because there are a few hundred people. Well, the guy's getting old, so we gotta go. That, you wouldn't maybe necessarily know that, but that is part of it. Um, but, so you're at a large encampment. There's a bunch of prefab buildings. Um, there is, you are right, there is a mobile medical unit. I take it. <laughs> okay. Um, are we playing? Let's no, get the dice out. I'm setting it up to start doing this stuff. Um, Add to cart. Um, Will it fit my bag? There. <laughs> if I lick it, do I get to keep it? No. Oh, darn it. There are representatives from every league here. And there's even, again, some very, very specialist stuff. There's prefab bunkhouses for everybody. There is not just a mobile medical unit. There's um, one Ascendus is, they call it the Mobile Forge. It's literally a factory on, like, I don't know if any of you are familiar with this. I am because my obsession. Not quite. It's more like, have any of you ever seen the crawler that they use to move the space shuttle? Oh, yeah. Where It's basically that kind of a platform, but instead of a space shuttle on it, it's basically like a factory. This thing is huge, slow-moving, and you can use it to produce just about anything. Nice. Um, can it make Pop-Tarts? Uh, if you put food in there, yeah. This is the modern world. There are toasters too, right? Oh, yeah, there would be ways yeah. to that. So, this is How many a- Atros does a toaster cost plus Pop-Tarts? $39.99. Dang it, I don't, <laughs> have, I don't have enough! Um, I mean, probably a toaster, probably somewhere in the order of like, I like how you're actually answering this. 15 we, to 20 Atros. I don't have enough. Hey, and I have 15. I can't get the toaster and the Pop-Tarts. I can just get one and, or the other. <laughs> and a pack of Pop-Tarts, I'm going to probably say is about 40 Sims. I don't have any of those. The, yeah, you do because... I don't have enough. I only have 15 Atros. One Atro equals 100 Sims. No, no, I don't have enough to get the toaster Oh, yeah, and you have to go together to get a toaster and then some Pop-Tarts. I'm saying... Um, I'll give you 10 Atros. I don't want any money. That's all I have. That's all the money I have. <laughs> so you guys, and also you you do notice something very unusual. Where this encampment is, they've actually built a extension line to one of the smaller uh, trains out to it. Because you get that they're bringing in a lot more supplies mm-hmm. than a normal expedition would mm. entail. Love it. So whatever is put a bee in their bonnet has to be very important. Ooh, um, intrigue for next time. And basically, as the people are coming in, they're kind of just getting grouped together really fast. 
And that's how we got grouped together? Yep. Along with Thea. What's up? Um, Bro. <laughs> a. That's, that's my catchphrase. A. Oh, boy. An elf from the. From Sendes. And. Hybra. And you also. There's also a human uh, peacekeeper from Sahak that are also assigned to your group. Are you going to watch us like a hawk? He just stares at you. Crap, I'm a good person. Kidding, no. Instead, I say, hi, it's lovely to meet you. I mean, you can still be a good person with a bad sense of humor. <laughs> I'm right <That's> here. <laughs> uh, good person question mark? <laughs> no, I know we're not playing yet. So I have to figure out like, if my character has a voice, like what kind of voice she has. I haven't figured that out See, yet. See, I realized today as we're recording, I ha- I'm i playing a very fine line of not slipping into Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what you talking about, brah? Yeah, and I have like, I mean, my character is so individual, so I'm like, I'm an angel, but I'm a human, raised by humans, pretty much. Like I, I pretend I pretend to be a human, so... Do you sparkle? Do I use a different voice, or do I sound like Dee Dee? Do I sound like myself, or do I use a different voice? I don't know. Mm. Are you sparkly, bra? No, I'm normal. I'm not your bra. Ah! Okay, bra. <laughs> oh, and also, straight up, first time you meet Galathea... Oh, I hate him. You realize that you are the tallest, so she's immediately hiding behind your leg, and she can literally go like this and literally hide behind your leg. Yep. But see, like, I'm... Bra. I'm a caring and hopeful person, so I'd probably take care Come of her and put her in my... Like, I'd oh, be her mommy the whole time. I was, was going to grab a little bra. No, Obvious. you're evil. What? I'm not evil. I'm I'm not evil. You're emo. Yeah. Don't mean I don't like a little cute bra. Uh, oh, God. We're going to just be passing her in Galathea, like, just constantly, just, like, picking... Now that she's tiny, not yes. not small dragon. <laughs> and she's already in my book bag. <laughs> Bruh. Or banjo and kazoo. She just like sticks yeah. out. Yes, that's exactly. I love it. I'm just pointing at, at her, just going, because he's telling me not to touch the small dragon. And, and I'm I, like, bruh. No, no, I imagine she doesn't bruh. put me up there. It doesn't put the up there. He just climbs up and just. And I pop my wings out. Look, the angel's taking care that of her. That's very banjo kazooie right now. I know. <laughs> I'm a real dragon. Are you going to help, help her swim too? <laughs> 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 Whatever she needs. Look how cute she is. So, yes. That is where it starts. Um, okay. Any other information you want? Since we're oh, not going to start actively playing. I forgot to say, I have a book that does not hold any ink, chalk, or paints. <gasps> oh, yes. Or graphite. Random items. Yes. I, I have a spherical ball with a goldfish in it. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a pet forever. Um, and his name is Steven. Because he's a fish who's Steven. No, I don't have a name for him yet. Uh, I have a multicolored stone disc of unknown origin given to me by my lovely lady. Here, take my piece of garbage. It's called Now 13. (laughs) (laughs) I owned that one. Um, I have a needle that never bends. And I'm imagining that... Uh. That she ended up with this. This is the experiment that killed the previous owner of her badge. <laughs> She's like, Meh. you know what? My lady is normal. My fish is named Bubbles. Mm. I've decided it's nice and simple. That's what I feel like. 
If this is girl is a good, wholesome girl, it's Bubbles. I'm imagining the Bubbles about this big. So if Thea is near her, she'd be literally like this. Yeah, she could, this thing is like the size of her face, I think. It's great. It's a pretty fat goldfish. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. Bubbles. Bubbles, bruh. Bubbles. So. You're almost there. I'm so proud Starting of you. next week is when we'll get to start adventuring. I can see my usual eighth grade English teacher self. Well, my You're intelligence doing great. is minus one. Oh, That's I, my charisma. I was gonna say I, I was just kind of curious about people statting, just because. So uh, my strength is plus three. Okay. My dex is negative one. Constitution is zero. Intelligence is zero. Wisdom plus one. <laughs> charisma plus three. So I'm strong, charismatic, and a little wise, and that's well, it. I'm gonna do my ability score improvements real ah. quick. Oh yeah. Well, while he's doing that, my strength is plus zero. I, I'm 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 that weak, thin emo boy. Um, dexterity plus two. I'm flexible. Say so you're an, you're an elf, so yeah. Constitution plus three. Mm-hmm. Intelligence minus one. Wisdom plus three. Oddly enough, and okay. charisma plus two. Even though I'm saying bra all the time, you love me. Remember, charisma isn't how necessarily how people like it. It's your force of personality. Well, but see, that's my your point. personality just is, bra, is, a, is just, just a sledgehammer into people's brain. They just break. Because guys, most of the time, he doesn't convince people because he makes convincing arguments. He convinces people because he doesn't stop talking. And people break. Sure, bra. I'm charismatic because I'm wholesome and I'm an angel. Literally. I'm not charismatic because I freaking hate people. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that tracks. <laughs> so I'm going to go backwards and start with charisma, negative one. Wisdom, three. <clears throat> Intelligence, zero. Constitution, zero. Dex, two. Strength, three. Nice. So we're the strong ones. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Thea, uh, strength, negative one, because she's tiny with yeah, her tiny yep. little yeah. bird arms. <clears throat> um, dexterity, plus one, because she's pretty light on her feet. Yep. Well, she, we throw her. So. Yeah. Constitution plus two. She's surprisingly healthy. She's been through a lot. Yeah. She's hardy. She's hardy. <laughs> uh, intelligence plus three. Wisdom plus three. Charisma plus zero. She's yeah. very smart and wise. She did not die in that accident. And she, but she's not charismatic. She can't be charismatic. She's too small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's she's literally afraid of her own tail. All right. Well, I think that sounds great. Thank mm-hmm. you so yeah, much for creating your own world. Hopefully we get lots of email questions about it because it seems like this would be fun to turn into a book and like sell on Amazon. Shout out to homebrews. Moving on. Yes. Let's do our sign off. Thank you for listening to our new Danger and Dice and our new DM. Well, I guess you say welcome back. Yeah. An old friend, an old face. Welcome to the new, new campaign, world new world. Year. There we go. New year, new us. New world. Uh, listen to, to our other. A whole new world. Listen to our other podcast, Well House Exorcism, where we investigate and decide if things are true or not with creepy, ghostly stories from our local area. That's mine. It's the most important. Also, listen to Games Overboard, our our beginning baby, PJ's baby, where we review, honestly, board games and the stories they tell. Hit us up on Facebook, like us, and share our page. Send us an email at gamesoboard at gmail.com. Or go on our website and click on the contact. It is gamesoverboard.com. Anything else you want to add? Check us out on our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. <laughs> we have a Betrayal House on the Hill unboxing that I'll be posting uh, that's, that's tonight, me. Thursday. I'm in it. That's me. 
Oh, I was going to say, if you are going to start emailing games aboard about Foreseer this world and... Like, we'll forward it on to you, don't worry. I was going to say, just put it like in the title that it's about this, because I will know that it'll get forwarded to me and I will then... Do you have, have a title to... for the campaign yet? I haven't titled the campaign yet. Um, I was... Because... He spent five years on these pages. Right? If you come up with a title for the campaign, let us know and they could make that the subject line. You could just put the subject line as Foreseer, but yeah. Foreseer. F-O-R-S-Y-R. Foreseer. There you go. Happy New Year, everybody. We happy hope New you have a happy New Year, happy new life. <laughs>